Feed me more. Conversation with the big guy. I am the big guy Ryback. In this week, we got JD joining us a little later, Asian Joe joining us a little later. Been a stressful, chaotic, hectic day, Labor Day weekend. We uh, put the podcast off. Usually, it could come out on a Monday on on most weeks, and with the Labor Day weekend, that it would uh, it's never good for listens coming out on a holiday. So we delayed it a day, couple days actually. And uh, we're coming at you here Wednesday to start off the middle of the week. But uh, get the gang all together here here moving on. But we're going to start off with some wrestling news with our main man, Ace Mike Malero, out in uh, Jersey. Ace, how you doing this week? It's still real to me, damn it! Everything's good. Uh, everybody's back to school this week, so we got a little bit of craziness going at my job. And uh, the kids are starting school on Thursday, so they're pretty excited, so... Kids excited for school out there, huh? Is that my kids? My, my okay. kids are. <laughs> I always actually, I think the beginning of school is always uh, the first. You're always excited to go go school supply shopping and uh, new clothes, and that was always exciting. And then school to start, and it'd be like ah. But initially, <laughs> it was always exciting. I, I was never the one excited for school. My kids are for some bizarre reason, but hey, that's not a works. bad thing. Not a bad thing at all. <laughs> What's going on in the world of wrestling this week, Ace? We got a lot of news this week? Yeah, we do. I think we got to start with All In. I mean, uh, All In went on this weekend. Uh, they reported 11,263 people in attendance. Uh, pretty much right after Cody said, okay, what do we do next? Uh, I didn't get to watch a lot of the show. because you know I did watch the pre-show, which was on... Um, WGN. WGN, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that was it was a cool show. Uh, the one thing I loved uh, in the opening match, they had like Billy Gunn and... Uh, Ray Dudley and Hurricane. And it's amazing looking at these 90s wrestlers who are so much bigger than everyone else in the ring. You know, yeah. you're so used to seeing them against the other big guys that they don't look as huge as they do when they're in a, the ring with indie guys. Yeah, no, that was uh, one. Billy Gunn is enormous. He's always he's <laughs> Billy Gunn is bigger than anyone will ever know. That like he's uh, <laughs> he's a large human being. But a lot of those guys were they had that size factor, man. That. Uh, and again, when you're dealing, and today we've talked about that, well, today's wrestlers are just, in general, smaller than wrestlers of the past um, overall. Not to say that there's still big guys in wrestling and whatnot, but it feels like there's more, it, it's just shifted, and it, it shifts with the times and whatnot. But uh, I caught a little bit of that on WGN, and uh, I'm just, I'm extremely happy for everyone involved in all that, and that um, that obviously to pull something like that off, takes a tremendous amount of work and it was a, it was a group effort amongst those guys. And, uh, and I don't know who else was involved, uh, besides the young bucks and Cody, if, but I'm sure they, they, they had, that was a lot of time, a lot of sacrifice, a lot of organizing. It was probably extremely stressful at times. And, um, it's just cool to see people, uh, one, it's never been done before, essentially just something like that. And so it's really cool from a pro wrestling standpoint and two, it's cool just to see from a human standpoint, guys set a goal and like crush that goal 
and uh, from every from every facet of it, just it seemed like it was a huge success. And I would be interested in knowing, like financially, how well they. I don't know if those numbers are obviously going to come out. I'm sure somebody will come out with something, Melter, or something to make uh, it up. <laughs> yeah, something. I don't know, but it. I'm sure they. they but just from a from a wrestling standpoint and financials aside, I'm sure just the the everything they achieved on on getting organizing that big of an event and Conrad with the star cast and doing all that and bringing it and allowing all these wrestlers to come in and um for a non WWE event and and it was uh it's cool and it's it's good to see that now now we've seen it could be done. So now that kind of can open the floodgates for other people to be like, hey, I'm going to try this too. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I think it's, um, you know, obviously with Ring of Honor doing MSG during Mania Weekend and whatnot, it's just, I think it's it's, it's a different period of seeing um, people take chances that, that maybe they didn't think they could pull off before. Now we, we've just seen these three guys pull off this amazing thing for their first time. And you know there there was you know the, the presentation and everything I thought was very well done, um, from everything that I saw. And I didn't watch the actual um, after the free hour on WGN. I didn't see anything past that outside of a few clips online. And but it looked like everything was a huge success. And uh, very happy for everyone involved on that. One thing I think they did really well was the storytelling. Uh, they really used social media to help build the stories, like. Uh... Cliff Gordon for months had been saying, you know, he wanted to be on the show and they couldn't book him. And they were doing all these, you know, little matches, independent shows to, you know, where he try and fail. And then on the WGN show at the end where he won that battle Royal, yeah. the crowd went absolutely nuts. And it was such a cool thing that that was built up on social media. It wasn't really dealt with on the show, but that's, they managed to use the internet in a great way to build a story that, you know, had a huge payoff in the ring. Yeah. The reaction to that was great afterwards. And, uh, that's it, it. Just it. Just it was well done all the way across, and I'm, that's why it was just the amount of effort and conscious thought that that probably took uh, from everyone involved, and uh, to not just do a show too. And it, there, there seemed to be some stories in it, and uh, and that that is the most difficult part and the most time consuming part. And uh, so, just again, congratulations to all of them. It's, it's especially Cody, knowing everything about him and and um, and knowing him for so long. It's uh, I'm happy to see him pull that off. Did you see the pictures of uh, Joey Ryan's entrance? <laughs> I did see part of that. Yeah, that, that was uh, when I saw the, the Undertaker stuff. I, I laughed at all that. So, no, he's. I've met him several like times, him. and uh, he always. It's he's a character. That yeah. that is pro wrestling. Like he just he is that sleazebag professional wrestling <laughs> character, and he pulls it off better than anybody. Whether you agree with some of the stuff or not. It's ir- the, the it's irrelevant kind of in the whole grand scheme of things. It's professional wrestling, but it's and and there's still everyone's gonna have their opinion on it and whatnot. But I think a, a good wrestling show has a little bit of everything, and uh, having Joey Ryan's dicks and all in was uh, <laughs> was different. So uh, the one thing I, they announced before the show, which I thought was great, was they banned the streamers. You know, and and people were complaining. It's like. How could streamers be banned? Just you took my fun away. And Cody's response was perfect. You ever been to a show with five hundred fans throwing streamers? Try with eleven thousand fans. We'd be there for twenty four hours. Yeah, uh, that's what I got back in wrestling a couple years ago at the indie shows. That was nuts. People throwing toilet paper and streamers in the ring, and it, you know, it, it always felt like people saw it in Japan, and decided it was cool, but had no idea when and how they did it in Japan, yeah. and they were just trying to copy. It, it was just you know, 
got kind of annoying, and uh, I was glad they made that point at the show to say we're not doing that bullshit. So yeah, no, that was a great response by Cody, and because again, people will look for any little thing to be angry about, and uh, it's not that they're trying to take away their fun. The show is their fun uh, to go and enjoy the show and uh, to pick up that stuff for the matches, especially with having the time and having to hit their times on stuff. And you can't account for that. And if people will go into business for themselves, great call. Cody handled that perfectly. And, uh, and that was it. So. Yeah, supposedly they actually did run slightly over time. I think they cut the main event down a little bit. If you look the way they sort of the match ended and the show ended immediately afterward. But I think you're considering like the first time doing something at that level. Yes. I think it's, spectacular job producing and managing all that so yeah that's uh that's one of those deals that again it was it was the first time of them running this major show and taking a lot of chances and um that's one of the biggest differences between independent shows typically and that aren't televised and wwe or televised shows is hitting your times is uh, an extremely important thing, and, and you're taught it from the beginning of dev- developmental, um, where they you do timed matches, and you you kind of eventually get a little clock in your head, and you know you can kind of in, from doing it, you have an idea on the time in your head, and you're always you usually always will be fairly close around it, but if you're not used to to working and hitting time cues, uh, you can often see guys make some mistakes, and you know. It, it takes time and you got to do that on a regular basis, but it is a, it's a, it's a big thing. And it, it's truly, you know, from a wrestler standpoint, it's one thing if you go over a minute or two, it's another thing if you go over 10, 15, 20 minutes, you know what I mean? That's, that's an issue. And it's, it's extremely disrespectful to your main event doing that. But again, if you're off, you know, two, three minutes, it, that happens from time to time with things. And, with guys, and especially if they're not used to, to working under time restrictions and whatnot, but they handled it perfectly well. Again, I would have liked to have seen, you know, if their main event, those guys, that's the main event. They should have every single minute that they're, that they, they thought they were going to have. Sometimes the match before, you know, goes over, then you adjust a little bit. Like I said, though, two, three minutes, not that big of a deal on that. But when you're dealing with, with time, if there were major time things with other matches, which I don't know. Um, it just, uh, it sucks from a main event standpoint, from a work standpoint, but they went out, they're all professionals and, uh, they job well done by everyone involved in all that. So, uh, sort of building off that, they actually announced they're going to do an NWA 70th anniversary show. Uh, the NWA world heavyweight championship, the 10 pounds of gold, will be defended at blockbuster events celebrating the 70th anniversary of the national wrestling Alliance on October 21st at the historic asylum. At the National Fairgrounds. And it gives a little bit of history of the NWA here, but then uh, they said uh, Billy Corgan purchased the NWA in 2017. Uh, they've been in a 10 times the gold YouTube digital series documenting the path of the champion. Uh, it's now Cody Rhodes, actually. He won the title from Nick Aldis at uh, um, All In. Uh, and just Corgan said, it's an unbelievably historic brand to its next chapter. The enduring legacy of the NWA, the man who, man who forged it, the champions who defended it, the women they were passed in 2018. Um, you know, I respect the history of the NWA, but I, I can't help but wonder, does it have any name value these days for a lot of the modern fans? I mean, a lot of guys like me grew up on WWF. I don't, you know, I respect the history of it. I mean, I've always loved Dusty Rhodes. I've always loved Ric Flair. But, you know, I hear the NWA, it's just kind of a dead title to me. 
No, I don't know. I think it's, again, um, obviously there's going to be a, a portion of wrestling fans that do remember it and and respect it and whatnot. But I think it's um, what they're trying to do is is uh, re-educate some people and, and, and show new fans that what this title uh, signifies, what it what it's meant to the history of professional wrestling, and uh, and try to, to elevate it. Um, and again, it, it takes time for those things. It and it's it's nothing comes overnight. It, it you know that it's been irrelevant for a long time. WWE never really did anything of significance. It was a one time thing on Raw or what? It wasn't. Uh, it was never meant to be anything long term from that standpoint. So what they're doing now and in, in trying to and using social media and everything is slowly build it and it's going to take time. And, but it's just, they're doing all the right things. And, um, eventually when they, if they are able to get a bigger platform, you know, there, there's, there's something there, but until that time, you, you just, it's going to be just a day by day thing, week by week, month by month, year by year, however long that takes. And it depends on how committed they are and how, how uh, long they're, they're willing to stay committed to it. So, I, for, again, from a pro wrestling standpoint, the more things we have firing and going well, the better it is for, for not only the fans but the professional wrestlers, the more opportunities they have to make money in different places. And, it again, uh, it, it seems to, the pro wrestling business seems to thrive on competition, uh, as do the fans. So it's, it's not a bad thing. Our next trip for the week is kind of a strange one that's been bugging me all week. Um, last week, there was a, a wrestling show down in Florida called Punk Pro Wrestling, and they had a 12-year-old girl, uh, Izzy, actually, who was a fan of Bailey, who got some publicity on NXT. She wrestled a guy named Ify Gibbs. Uh, during the match, she hit her with a choke slam. Uh, you know, this is indie wrestling. A choke slam's not enough to finish the match, so she ended up winning the match, hitting him with a stunner. Uh, WF performer Lince Dorado, he tweeted about this, saying, I will not support this at all. I leave it at that. As a parent in a professional wrestling, I feel utterly embarrassed due to my peers' action. This is not okay. Uh, look, I'm a parent of a 12-year-old girl. She's a huge wrestling fan, but it, it's insane to me that they, that her parents allow this. Apparently, she's supposedly training as a wrestler, like under you know, different wrestler, w- wrestling women who want to teach this girl how to wrestle. Yeah. But 12 years old? What the hell, man? No, I, I, I did see this. Uh, you sent me the thing. The, right After you sent me the story on the podcast notes, I... Googled it and saw it. <clears throat> and it, we talked about that on this show before about kids uh, with wrestling yep. training. And, you know, if they're just learning the grappling aspect of it or ring psychology aspect of it, chain wrestling aspect of it, you know, it's no different than a, a kid going into to mixed martial arts or anything of that nature. Um, but to take bumps... And uh, to physically, because pro wrestling destroys your body from that mm-hmm. aspect, from the bump aspect. <clears throat> and there's a lot of trust that goes into it. And uh, when you're not fully developed yet, it's, um, it's it's already dangerous to begin with. It's extremely dangerous when, when kids of that age group um, start participating in that and, and doing things of that nature. And... Um, you know, obviously, a lot of people, everyone's going to have a different opinion on it. I just think from a health standpoint, it's not the best thing for a kid to be doing. It's not It's not my kid. I can't make those decisions for her. She's going to be the one that lives with those decisions. She's going to be the one that has to grow up and, and if 
you know, deal with those repercussions if there are any later on. But I think uh, as adults and the people that are involved in, in, in running this and professional wrestling, uh, there's a responsibility that, that goes into this. And, you know, I think a lot of people, you know, there's people of the standpoint that they're just having fun. Everybody knows it's fake. Well, we, we all know movies are fake, but the actors yeah. and the producers, you know, don't remind us of that during the movie. And, and I, I firmly believe that that needs to be held true in professional wrestling still too. Now, again, there's a fine line with that in, in the comedy aspect of pro wrestling, which I'm a huge fan of and whatnot. Um, but usually a, a good comedy wrestler it's uh, it's done in a way not to fully expose the business. Um, not to say that at all times that that's always the case. It's not. It's but it, it's a fine line. And but again, now when you're involving kids into this, um, you know, I'm not a parent. I don't I don't have my own kids. But if if I did, would I would I let them do that? No. And I and I think a lot of other people are of the same mindset. It's not to uh, to bash or to to make anyone feel bad for anything they're doing, but I just think as adults you got a responsibility to to protect kids until they're of an age to make maybe the best decisions for themselves and whatnot. And and as a wrestler going in there and, and choke slamming a little girl, and I believe you said she no sold it anyways, and, and doing the crotch <laughs> chop and the stunner, and um, you know, it's just more more so the the girl's taking bumps like that. And, and that, that probably wasn't the first bump that she's taken. And, uh, I would dare say, so it's, um, but I, I said, I've seen this for, you know, a couple of years now doing, doing my bookings and whatnot. And, and over in the UK and kids coming up to the meet and greets with neck braces on and oh. their parents and their parents being proud. They're, I'm, I'm, I, I, I kid you not. There were two different parents that were proud that their their little boy and girl had serious neck injuries because they were doing what they loved, and I just think that that's, I think it's really fucked up, and uh, I don't know. I just think you got to make better decisions, and it, it it's when it comes to this stuff, and you got to allow people to grow up, and you know, it, it's it's unfortunate, and hopefully that's not a, a common thing that we're going to be seeing um, here. But with with social media, and we've talked about the downfalls of social media, is it allows idiots uh, to post videos to get attention, and um, it does. And not not and that's not saying they're idiots in this, but I'm saying that's one of the downfalls of social media, is that that it triggers that response in certain people, and um, it's unfortunate. So I, I mean I, I don't I don't know what else to say about it. I think. It, the, it just sucks that we're even talking about it, but yeah, you know, and hopefully, hopefully she doesn't do anything else of, of that nature and she got her fix that she needed. Um, and then she could, she could wait till she's a little bit older on all that. So. Yeah. It's funny you say about, you know, the business being so exposed. I wonder if that leads to this kind of thing. Cause like, you know, the parents see it and go, well, wrestling sick, she can't possibly get hurt. But I mean, there's plenty of people who've been in wrestling who've been hurt. You, I mean, with you guys like Edge, Daniel Bryan, I mean, you know, wrestling can have repercussions. I mean, could ruin you know, your, a girl. It, it could ruin your fucking life. That's yeah. what, like people. You could, you know, the Japanese guy that broke his neck. He's going to be out a year. Who knows if he's going to wrestle again? Nobody's going to care 
a few years from now. Like it, it, it's, it's it, wrestling will not be there for you once your body breaks down and it's done. And there's so many old timers that are already, you know, from from what they were doing and, and, and whatnot, and their bodies, and you see how they are. Like that, I can tell you, you don't want to you don't want to spend your whole life trying to create wealth and then spending the rest of your life spending your money to get your health. It's uh, <laughs> it's but that's you got to be very careful with this. So I just it's I don't know I don't know what is lead, triggering this stuff and. Um, but it is, uh, it, it's frustrating to see. And it's not to say, you know, not to say that a girl can't be involved in a pro wrestling show or involved in a skit, involved in something. But, you know, she doesn't need to be winning championships and, and, uh, and taking moves like that, you know. And I, and I often wonder, you know, WWE did the thing with Nicholas. They didn't have Nicholas, who's John Cone's son, take, you know, any bumps from what I remember or anything like that. No, he, he entered the ring and, uh, you know, they kind of got to stare down with a Cesaro. They tagged uh, Braun back in the ring. I was, exactly what I was thinking of is that, you know, he was but, involved in the match, but in a way that protected the kid and protected the business. To, I mean, he, you know, it wasn't that this kid beat him. It was yeah. this massive Braun Strowman. Destroyed him, yeah. But yeah. I, I wonder, <laughs> I often wonder, though, if doing something like that is what, if that opened, if something in, in just for discussion's sake, that by them doing that with the kid, sure. even though it was a great moment, and whatnot, if other promotions and things see the reaction it got, and then they're not, you know, obviously smart enough to realize that they did it in a, in a way that where it did not put the kid at any risk or jeopardy, you know, and they're, now they're one-upping it, and now they're allowing the kids to get involved and actually do the moves, and it's it's not a good thing, that's for sure. And so hopefully it's, uh, hopefully we don't see any more of that. Uh, you know, another person who wrestled a child uh, a couple years ago, they had Kenny Omega wrestle a little girl in Japan. And uh, my last story of the night is actually about uh, Kenny Omega topping the PWI 500. Uh, for only the second time in the 20th year history of the Pro Wrestling Illustrated, his annual list of the 500 best in pro wrestling and non-WWE performers topped the list. Uh, last year it was Kushichaka Okada. This year it's Kenny Omega. Um, you know, I know, look, it's really hard to put together a list of 500 wrestlers. I mean, it's not like other sports. You can't compare home runs, touchdowns, but we look at the top ten, it's actually a pretty good list. Kenny Omega, AJ Styles, Okada, Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins, Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns, Cody, uh, Tetsuya Naito, and the last one's The Miz. And I'd say I was very happy to see Miz land on that list. I mean, you know, a lot of people don't seem to appreciate The Miz, but to me, he's one of my favorites. You know, he doesn't flip around and do crazy moves, but you know, he always puts together a hell of a consistent performance. And uh, I think he does a lot of the big and small things really well. He puts together memorable matches and promos. So. I was very happy to see him in the top ten again. So, yeah, no, I don't know who I don't. That's just that's honestly just a, a person or a group of people that that just that's their opinions on it and whatnot, and it's fine. It is what it is. Like I, for as, as bad as people say that I am, or that group of, I was number thirteen one year, I believe, and uh, <laughs> so so it means nothing though. It was not, um, but I think from a, it's always if they they. That's good. They made their list, though. That's their list. Uh, of course. But it's it's again, and those are all great names. And uh, I, in my opinion, and again, nothing but my opinion, I think it should always be a WWE guy at the top of the list. Um, and the reason why I say that is because of schedule. And I think it is, you know, like a guy like AJ Styles uh, is going out there four nights a week, 
week after week, uh, big time TV matches and pay per view matches, which is an entirely different entire different ball game than um, anything else. And not to say that's not to discredit anything else, but it's they are the biggest, most well known promotion in the world, and the schedule there's no other schedule like it. So I, I think that that always needs to be factored in, which it is probably to some degree. But um, again, all great names on the list. It's not, but it's just you, you could, if you take a group of twenty people, they could have twenty different choices for number one. And you know, as I just gave you a, my, you know, my reasons why I think it should be WWE guys at the top of the list because of the schedule and the demands on all that. But again, they they I don't know all the uh, the factors that go into it, but it's congratulations to Kenny. Everyone seems that uh, I've. I've never met him, I don't believe, but everyone that, that I know that has known him is, you know, it's nothing but good things to say. So, and uh, he's had some, some incredible matchups the last year. So it's, uh, you can't argue that from a match standpoint. I just think from a schedule standpoint, you know, the, the WWE guys uh, have it a little harder on that end. So, makes sense to me. All right. That's it for me this week. Good deal, Ace. Anything you want to go ahead and plug to wrap up this week of the wrestling news? Sure. Um, I'm sad to announce I had to cut ties with criticalblack.com this week. Uh, I wish them well in their future endeavors, but you can still follow me. You can follow me on Facebook and Twitter at SketchNM. Awesome. All right, Ace. Well, I look forward. We'll, we'll catch up next week. And uh, thank you again. We'll be right back, guys, after these messages. Hey, guys. It's the big guy, Ryback, with Feed Me More Nutrition. And right now, we have our summer specials only available on feedmemore.com. Buy one vanilla iso-hungry protein, get the second half off. Buy one cherry limeade, wake up unlimited energy, get the second half off. The Big Guy Testosterone Booster is now back in stock. And check out our Finish It Branch Chain Amino Acid Electrolyte Pump Matrix. Great combo specials are also available all summer long. Get hungry, stay hungry, feed me more. All right, we are back. Amidst some technical difficulties, managed to get the gang back together once again, although not in person, but via Skype technology. We have the third wheel Asian Joe in uh, Mr. Hockey himself, JD, over in Florida. Everyone, Joe, how you doing this week? I'm doing good. I'm sitting on my toilet right now. Like just <laughs> sitting on it with like the bolt, the top down, or like actually... Like on no, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, he's <laughs> no. not. Yeah, I feel like now you're not. We're gonna hear a flush very soon. Yeah. It'll be off in the distance because he will have walked away and tried to do it that's subtly. A, that's exactly. Well, there's what a reason. Have. There's there's a reason why there's no video. So that's uh, Asian Joe. Last week it was uh, anal leakage. This week you're you're actually actually doing it. The uh, JD, how's everything going back over there? How you how you doing this week? Well, I am not sitting on a toilet. That would have been a hell of a thing if you were, because you are on video on mine, actually. I don't think I'm, I'm not on video for you, though, right? Uh, not this week, nope. I didn't, because uh, we had some technical difficulties with Ace uh, doing the wrestling news earlier, and uh, we had to switch off the video because I don't know. I'm once again having Wi Fi issues where. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, oh, this is great, by the way. Cox Communications can suck it. I've, uh, I've, I've dealt with them. Now, this is four and a half years in the making. They, um, the guy, the specialist that came out that installed on the special adapter and 
they fixed the underground wiring. I've noticed my Wi-Fi started going out again all week again in uh, last week, and just going out altogether. And my phone couldn't get on it. My data on my phone. I had to switch over to that. And so the guy had left his card with his number, and I had to uh, send him a message. I go, Wi-Fi's out again, buddy. I said, uh, Can you just go ahead and give me uh, whoever the 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 highest person ranking official is there? I said, Because I've already put in for. The whatever it's like a seventeen hundred dollar credit they're gonna supposed to be giving me back, which I've heard nothing back on that. And then he, uh, so he goes, yeah, he goes. Unfortunately, he said um, there's a major underground issue going on that they have discovered. And I said, well, we're, when were you guys gonna let me know that? You just let me find that out on my own again. I said because like sending the video, the video out last week was a real pain. The uh, it took me four days to send all the video files to the editor because I could only do one at a time, and a lot of them kept not. They were downloading or uploading, and then they would cancel out because probably the Wi-Fi got kicked out. So they kept not going through. It was uh, not gonna lie, it was a little stressful, but we got it over to them finally, and uh, I'm hoping to God we get this fixed. I don't know what else to to do, but Cox Communications, you're not good. You haven't been in this situation. I'm sure you, you provide good service to, to a lot of people, but I have not been one of them. <laughs> That's crazy because I, I have Cox too, and I never – well, the thing is, though, like I, I actually buy the, the equipment on my own, so I don't pay for like the rentals for the, the their modems and stuff yep. like that. So I never had a problem because I'm the one who set it up. So maybe <laughs> – no, well, this is definitely an underground. I've had so many different modems, and uh, they've tried so many different combinations, and it's definitely an underground. There's multiple things at play. There was un the underground wiring near my house that was faulty, and now there's a major issue with the like another underground thing. Maybe I don't know if it's it's a bigger. All he said is he goes, it's a much bigger issue than they they anticipated, and um, I was like, cool, you know, you're still charging me, so. Uh, if you Please. get that figured out, you know, this is clearly it, it's they can go back and look at the history of this and see, like, I'm not making this up. It's been four and a half years of just people coming out here just endlessly. And, uh, and not to say the service works sometimes, but I do have a lot of things pulling from it. And if it's not working up to up to up to par, it is uh, it's a pretty big inconvenience. So that's crazy. Yeah, but it's well, that's why their name is Cox. You get fucked over. <laughs> oh man, the did I just uh, hear, did I just hear a toilet flush? No, that's, I think, <laughs> that's, uh, that's your imagination. We, uh, I actually, I was talking to JD about this. Is uh, the big guy? You know, used to tell the big guy dating tales back in the day, and uh, it have been you know, I actually met a, a really, really pretty cool gir girl here. As of uh, recently, and uh, in talking, she she seems to have a lot of potential, though. But uh, there was another one, and uh, she seemed to have a lot of potential too. And uh, met her out, actually Ubered out, and had some drinks for the first time in a bit. And uh, everything went really well. Saw her saw her several times, and uh, I was telling JD about this, and maybe Joe, you could shed some insight. No pun intended. Uh, where I'm going with this, uh, there was an issue. She was going to sleep over, and uh, as everybody knows, the big guy loves his dogs. Big guy's a big dog person, and uh, 
you know, they're my babies and Sophie with her broken back and uh, I let her sleep in a cage on the bed next to me because she's a little she's a little baby and little guy sleeps in the bed and he sleeps next to me and next to her cage and because they're all going through tough times with Sophie's little back injury and her second one in six months and so anyways, uh, getting ready to go to bed and uh, I, I say I got I to go down and get the dogs and... Uh, and uh, she goes, what? She goes, just leave them in their cages downstairs. I go, what? I said, I go, no, they gotta, they sleep in my room. I go, I set the alarm and I said, I, they, they're in my room with me when I go to bed. And I go, they sleep in the bed with me. I go, Sophie, though, was going to, her cage was on the floor in there. And I said, her, she'll sleep in her cage. She goes, oh, I understand her because of her injury. And uh, she goes, but, but little guy, she goes, I don't, I don't want him in the bed. And I go, uh, well, uh, I go, where, where am I supposed to keep him? I go, because I'm going to let him in the room, and I don't have a cage for him up here. And uh, he's going to jump on the bed. I go, he'll lie on the foot of the bed. He won't bother you. And uh, she, was, she goes, well, I don't know. I don't want him to sleep in here in the bed. And uh, I said, well, there's nowhere else for him to sleep. And she goes, well, then maybe I'll just go home to sleep. And I go, oh, that's a good idea. And uh and that was that. And, uh, but it blew me away. I was like, there's so much potential up to that point. But the dog issue just got me. And Because uh, I've met girls that love dogs and have no problem with that. But I guess some do. I don't know. Have you ever experienced Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, because like, there are some people that would rather, you know, what, does, she, does she have a dog or no? No, she's not. Okay, she doesn't. Seem hopefully to hate not. Them. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully not. Poor. No, she does. I know she doesn't hate the them, but like floor. <laughs> but like, yeah. But the part of, here's the thing, though. Like some girls, it's also a hygiene issue because, like, you know, dogs walk around, go outside, and all of a sudden they're yes. getting on your bed, and so you're somewhat. You know, I know, I know. You know, but like. They're walking around the house or walking around outside, and then all of a sudden they're on your bed, which, you know, cause your your bed to be dirty. And so some some girls are. Oh, that should of, have been the least of her worries was the bed being dirty from the dogs. Just... <laughs> 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 oh, okay. Silence. Yeah, but, sorry. No, but but in all but, fairness, but, I did think about that. And but the the house. Everything is kept clean. Outside is all turf. It's not like they're if they were big dogs or you know out in the dirt or you know what I mean. It was uh, yeah. It was uh, I don't know. It was just one of those. How long? How long you been dating her? Oh, it was only a few dates, but it was okay. Her first time coming over. I thought that was a little bit, a little bit demanding to tell me my dogs aren't sleeping in the bed. I was clearly she doesn't watch my fucking Instagram stories. <laughs> <sighs> well, I mean that should be a good thing. You know, yeah, yeah, I guess it, she's no, not a bad I mean, person by any means, but it was just no. a little bit. It was like it was. Uh, but here's the thing. Let me ask you: this. Is this a deal breaker for uh, for you? I mean, I'm still talking to her, but it's it tells me she's not as big of a dog person as I was hoping she would be. I mean, I have a dog, but I don't let him sleep in my bed. Well, maybe you should be dating this girl, Joe. Have you thought about that? <laughs> Okay, give me it. Okay, give, give me you give her number. Her my number you take her off my head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, no, she's a great, a great, great girl. So I don't want to. Yeah. But it was just. It, it's funny how you meet little things, and it's just like I've, I've met girls though that absolutely just love the dogs, and you know, 
they're completely okay with them being around them and it's just everyone's different on their views of sure i mean she doesn't know the dogs uh, you know obviously she you know, I was only you only dated for a few days and so, or you know, a few, a few times. Yeah. So I mean, it, it might it might need her. I mean, if you want to see her again, maybe just have her be, you know, acquainted with the dogs. You know. Can't so leave her alone with, with them. Can't trust her for that now. Hell no. Yeah. See, I don't know. <clears throat> I mean, it's like, my opinion is, it, it's his house. It's his rules. I like where it's you're going, Jade. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, well, for, I mean, like it. it you guys aren't even serious, right? And so, I mean, first of all, you broke my rule, which is like no fucking sleepovers, you know, until they've passed many tests and, you know, they've earned the right to sleepover. Um, <laughs> well, because wait, what, wait, wait. Like, what, what is, what is, the, how, how do they earn the right to sleepover? What, what are the requirements? Well, you have to, you have to build up some trust before you're going to have like a fucking it. slumber party. Like, you know, yeah. I have to like them to a certain extent if I want to wake up next to them. Otherwise, you know, I don't want somebody in my personal space that long to that extent if I don't like them or know them enough. And some people are going to be like, well, you had sex with them. Yeah, fucking, I don't have to know them at all. I've had sex with people where I don't even know their fucking name. It's yeah. great. You know, so, <laughs> like, who gives a shit? But I'm just saying, like, when you, when it's so new and you're in somebody's house, and it's their dogs, and it's their rules. Like yes. she, she, she's not even a part of his world yet. She's fucking auditioning. Yeah, the role of of Mrs. Big Guy or whatever, right? Like, I would have thought she would have put a better foot forward initially. So she, you know, now had she had an issue with it, I, what I would have respected was she just spends a night, and then the next day, on the phone or a text message or something, says, you know, it's kind of uncomfortable with the little guy in the bed last night is that a regular thing and like maybe talk to him about it not just like puts her little fucking size yeah, yeah. six down bedroom is like well he's no he's not he's not sleeping in the bed like you know listen my ex-wife slept naked we had a dog that slept in the bed in between us every yeah. day it's not you know i They're mean small i get it, dogs she, yeah. yeah it's different it's I, not I, like I, it's a big 150 pound you know german shepherd or yeah, and I mean, well, but, and I know she doesn't know the dogs. I I get that, but to basically make a demand and then, well, I guess well, I'll go home then. Let's see, right there, that's a game. She's yeah. basically she's basically saying, if you don't give me my way, I'm going home. So to use a yes. wrestling analogy, one, two, three, ding, ding, you're done. Go home. And she went home. That was my initial, too, was if this is already starting on the third thing, there's going to be bigger issues. Like, it was, um, I don't know. It was, uh, I wasn't expecting it. And she wasn't actually horrible in how she, up until that point where she said, maybe I'll just go home and to sleep. She was very calm in the matter and was not, like, she wasn't coming off prissy or, like, super demanding and all that. But But then when she did say that, I was... I was okay. The, clearly, the, well, we're not going to find a happy medium for tonight because there was nowhere else for little guy to sleep. Cage wise, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. In her mind, I don't think she wanted a sleepover. She wanted more than a sleepover. So if something Wait, happened, no, and then little guy. No, I was. I, so I left out part of the story, Joe, because I'm classy and a gentleman. <laughs> well, I'm not. Uh, so. Yeah. So okay, just fast forward. 
here, and <laughs> that way you can kind of catch up to where everything's at. They already wrestled. Yeah, we already had we already had a match. I went over strong. Ryback rules. Right. That was screamed out. I beat on my chest and screamed, "Feed me more!" And yeah, and then we got that's the fucking point. That's what, God damn it, Joe. <laughs> I no, I, listen. I, I, classy I, gentlemen don't share details you, you got, like you, that. You got it. You got to stay true. Fuck. You know, when when we were young, it's kind of like we we compromise and shit. But as you get older, you got to stay true t- to what you want and stuff you know i i've been in a situation too i remember one time i was over at a girl's house and you know we wrestled and 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 all that stuff and she's like joe talk do wrestling analogies for sex by the way just so everybody knows (laughs) this is this may become a common occurrence on the podcast now this is legit half of our boxes well it is wrestling there's wrestling news it is a wrestling podcast kind of a lot, a lot, a lot of wrestling fans like to watch high spots. I like to blow high spots. But, um, anyways, she she wanted me to sleep over, which you know the rule goes both ways. Like if I don't, if I wouldn't invite her over to sleep over at my place, I don't want to sleep over at her yeah. place, unless you know circumstances are such like maybe drinking or, or whatever, and I shouldn't be driving. But you know, um, and this girl, so she wanted me to to stay the night, and I said, well. I have to go home and uh, let Cosmo out because I didn't walk him one last time, and I, I'm not going to leave him all night. He's not going to know what's going on, and he didn't go to the bathroom at the end of the night like he normally does. It's not fair to him. And she, I can't remember her exact words, but it was basically she's like, "It's just the dog," and I'm like, "Yeah, yo, what the fuck did you say about my little 11 inch tall son?" Yeah, <laughs> yep. And I, dude, I was I was out the door. One thing I love about Florida too, and this like compared to how life used to be with wrestling matches was when I lived in Canada or other places like afterwards, like you got to put your socks on, you got to do all the shit that takes time here to slip the old flip flops on. And I'm out the fucking door. Like it's beautiful. And she made a comment. Well, he's just a dog. And I was like, Really? And there's nothing wrong with that. If people that's again, but they're no, being a dog person. It's, but it's, it's a different mindset when you're a big dog person and, you view them a little, and I think all people should should love animals and whatnot. But not not everyone has to have. Them. Not everyone's a dog person, but it's I don't know. There's just like for you know what you want. You know you like dogs. They're a big part of your life. You need somebody that's on the same page with you on that end. Yeah, and it's personal preference, and I respect yeah. their preference. But I have my preference. My preference is like. Well, I'm gonna go get in my car and go home, and then walk my fucking dog, and I'm gonna kiss on him. I'm gonna love on him. I'm gonna fucking sleep with my dog tonight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So it was uh, it was one of those deals, and uh, we've still been messaging, but I my heart's not in it like it was now. Kind of, <laughs> it's just it's just speaking honestly. And well, uh, there's other there's other wrestlers out there. There's other yeah. There's there's other wrestlers and other wrestling rings out there that that will that will allow me in. So. She swerved she swerved you, and you're not a fan of the angle anymore. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I we were uh, we'd had we'd had a couple really good matchups, and uh, you know, I decided to ride with her to the next town, and unfortunately, we just can't stay in the same hotel room, and uh, <laughs> you know, life goes on. It's. Um, not to say that there can't be future matchups and whatnot, but just, you know, not sharing hotel rooms. So you'll, you'll probably have to go to her territory. She's not coming over to yours. Yeah, she 
she put me over on mine, my hometown, so, you know, only would be fair. Yeah. To return the favor in her hometown. But what the <laughs> fuck are we talking about on here, Jesus? Is this... <laughs> Anyways, in the good news, moving on, guys, I have the new Wake Up Unlimited Energy show everybody watching on YouTube. The uh, all we're going to white tops on everything moving forward. I like the clean look of the white bottles and white lids. Uh, but the new Wake Up Unlimited Energy Pink Lemonade, uh, we have the new flavor, the new the new and improved taste and formula. It is this formula is keto and fasting friendly. There are zero calories, zero carbohydrates in this formula. Still sweetened with stevia, and it is the scoop is half the size. It's the same exact energy blend. We were able to cut down on some of the unneeded vitamins that were affecting the taste uh, along, as, along with a couple other ingredients in there that were, uh, there was a pine bark um, extract in there that was really negatively affecting the taste and uh, to some people. Like I love the taste and it's and whatnot, but it's, we've improved it even further. It's a lighter formula, a higher quality formula, and we've gotten rid of the uh, artificial colors that were never supposed to be in it, and it's now colored with beetroot powder, which is also great for nitric oxide production. So, the new and improved Wake Up and Limited Energy is available on FeedMeMore.com now, guys. And uh, that we're still we, we have cherry limeade still in stock. We're running specials on that uh, inventory blowout, and once that is gone or near gone, we are going to be coming out with the green candy apple Wake Up Unlimited. That was good. I I think I tried that, didn't I? Yeah, you did. That was the one. You, yeah, I, I love it. Was I loved it? It's I. It's it's crazy how people have different taste preferences. Like my chiropractor, he was so bummed out. I'm end up going to just keep probably a few cases for my chiro, and just the cherry limeade because he loves it so much. And I'll just sell it to him at, at my cost, just so he was like, "Oh, you're not doing the cherry limeade anymore." I go, "No, that's for whatever reason that one seems to not be as popular as everything else." Um, but the people that love it, love it. So they, they reorder. I have people that order seven, eight, nine of them at a time sometimes. So it's just, it's one of those things though. You want to try to, and not to say I can maybe, hopefully we can do a, an improved cherry limeade. So more people like it, but it's uh, cause this new manufacturer is pretty badass and everything they're doing, but yeah, we want to point that out too, because I had a couple of people ask, you know, why, is the for, why is the scoop half the size? Yeah, and I said, well, we switched manufacturers, and you know, at the previous manufacturer, we were led to believe that we were using the highest quality ingredients, but apparently we we weren't. And this manufacturer, you know, and that's the part of the difference in the weight of the actual powder is oh, the fact that but... these ingredients are superior, in addition to the fact that certain things were. Removed. And I wouldn't say that the, 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 as far as the quality of the ingredients, I think though it's the refinement process is a big part of that too, is the powders are finer, everything is, it's lighter, um, but we took out, taking out multiple vitamins and taking out, there was, was three different ingredients, grapeseed extract, I believe it was uh, the pine bark extract, and there was one other ingredient that we removed. Uh, out of that that was negatively affecting the taste that had nothing to do with the actual energy performance so right alone that right there cut down on the amount of the formula and the vitamins we had in there were a pretty good amount of the vitamin c d e and i believe there was one other one in there as well so cutting that down made a difference but also the the new manufacturer out in california 
they are really good at uh, sweetening. And, and the owner of the other company that I was with uh, in San Diego Oceanside, they merged with this company in Valencia. He is a food scientist that is, is, is this is what he does. He is a master at flavor profiling. And, uh, and not to say the other guys were bad by any means, that we, but they're just better. And it's uh, and it, it's been a, it's a good mix, and he's able to you know take everything I have in my formulas, my vision, and he's he's one of those guys that you know as smart as I think I am in this field, and there's always somebody much smarter. This guy is much smarter, and he know he knows a lot, and it's been a good fit. So then he, he's done. It allowed me to come out with some even better formulas, uh, and, and some of the things were the sleep aid. They're getting ready to send me the the sleep aid actually, uh, the samples on that. And uh, for the GTS, go to sleep, sleep aid, and uh, and he nailed that. He said, and uh, just looking forward to coming out with some more cool custom formulas. But yeah, it's half the scoop though, and it's because. But the actual, you'll be able to look if you go online on feedmemore.com. You'll be able to see the ingredient profile, and you will see that all the ingredients are all the same. The main ingredient, and then we just removed five or six different things that did not have to do with the actual energy blend that were affecting the taste. And again, the flavoring, I don't know how they were able to flavor it and with not as much ingredients, essentially, uh, as the old manufacturers. So uh, I'm looking forward to getting these new, ever, the new white tops out for everything. And uh, I think I'm going to do another flavor for the BCAA, too, uh, eventually here. The um, uh, or, pine orange pineapple or pineapple mango. orange. It might have been orange pineapple. I can't remember what the... the I believe it was orange pineapple. Was uh, they nailed that on that one too? So that's going to be another option down the line, and uh, as we continue to grow and evolve here at Feed Me More Nutrition. So, very cool. What else is going on? I, I don't. Did you guys see the? Uh, I we didn't no interview this week because of Labor Day. A little shorter week here for us on the show. We're gonna be working to get another interview next week. I know we have John Bravo in the tank possibly. Um, is that correct, JD? For a yeah, we just have to yeah, we just have to lock them down. Lock them down. And um, looking at me and JD, we're talking, uh, doing. A, I kind of said, I go, we kind of doing the Nexus guys. I go, we might as well just stay on. I go, I'm gonna try to get Darren Young and Michael Tarver coming up here as well, and uh, and maybe see if I could uh, pull some strings and maybe get some of the WWE guys on here. And uh, with Heath, Heath Slater and David Otunga, guys I'm actually, uh, you know, closer with. And, uh, and see if we can't get a little interview scheduled with them on the show. Probably have to pay for, for Slater. He runs a pretty high price for interviews, I know. So, <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, J.D., did you guys see this? And, Joe, you probably, because you're not as much in the wrestling circle. Me and you talked about this this week, J.D., was... Uh, the the social media deal with Charlotte and the the fan, how about that? That yeah, I mean, I didn't actually see it. You told me about it. It's it's um... yeah, that's what it was. It was so Joe, this uh, a fan. Unfortunately, there was a situation with one of the the WWE wrestlers, uh, Charlotte Flair, the daughter of Ric Flair. Uh huh. And. As we all know, and we talk about social media, and you got the, a lot of bad people on here and whatnot. This was by far probably the worst thing I've ever seen on social media, and I and I I really really hope the person who wrote this 
is uh, made an example out of one way or another. It is, uh, when I saw it, I've never felt worse for somebody for having to read something online. And it was her, she had an incident, her family, where a brother whom she was extremely close to. Her best friend? Yes. And uh, he, he, he passed away um, unexpectedly. And he was very young, and uh, it was uh, it was it's publicly known that it, as it would be with anybody, it was extremely difficult on the family and whatnot. And to this day, I can't imagine you know any easier and whatnot. And this fan, quote unquote fan, wrote a tweet to her saying uh, the wrong flare child died. Um, Something, 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 but just extremely negative, uh, yeah. a very derogatory uh, message to her um, because whether he, he wasn't fond of her or her wrestling or whatnot. And I've never been more ashamed of anything. I might, when I saw that, I just, like, my first initial reaction was if I saw that person, I would kill him. Like, I would fucking kill Yeah, that's not a fan. That is absolutely no, not a fan. That's not, that's not a, that's not a human being in my mind. Like, yeah. To, to to know how hurtful and damaging that would be to her and her family to have to read that, and 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 for her not doing anything, it doesn't matter. It didn't matter if she did anything wrestling, but for that person to feel that they they are allowed to say that, like I, I've just never. She handled it as good as you could possibly handle any of that, and she just sent back a. A message, just you know, whoever hurt you in your life, I'm sorry. Along with there was there was another part to it, but I, I just people need to understand, and like, and and we all get messages sent to us in different ways. But like, to send something of that nature to another human being, man, that that's the kind of shit that I'm talking about that doesn't belong. And that I don't care how old that person is, <clears throat> they knew they knew when they sent that how hurtful they were being. <clears throat> and I really, I, I wish WWE and JD, you'd mentioned that. I wish WWE would would pursue this for her and help and help bring something like this to light because people like that need to be made an example of. And there's nobody out there that can defend that and say, well, free speech or you can't fucking defend that. There's just no place for it, in my opinion. So I, it was, it pissed me off when I when I saw that, but it's just unfortunate. Yeah, um, the with the whole thing, like you know, there's a lot of people passing away, and um, you know, especially public figures. You know, people are just, you know, obviously most of them are good, but you know, they'll talk about the negative side of people, and you know, you just can't defend that. And especially the people who hurt most are the family members. Yeah. Um, you know, it's easy to criticize when you don't know them. You know, it's and and that's that's the that's the main issue with social media is is you can say whatever without thinking about the consequences of what you say or the actions. You know, it it's it. You know, it's just there's times where you would do stuff without thinking, and then you realize, oh, I probably should never said that, or or I never should have done that, and. In the end, you definitely have to. There, they, for something like that, there needs to be some sort of consequences to 
to kind of stop that. I'm, you know, whether to delete his account or the, that person's account or, um, you know, maybe... I just think make him publicly expose him. I think let, let everyone know who that person... Like, that's... That person should not feel good about themselves, and it should be. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what you, what the answer is either. But something there's there's. Well, that's got to classify as hate speech. I mean, every you know, there's some people who will come forward, like I said, and they're going to say, "Well, hey, it's you know, First Amendment free speech." But there's also hate speech. There's yeah. also slander. There's defamation of care. I mean, there's laws where people get sued over things that are said. So free speech doesn't mean you're free from consequences. Yeah, and. You know, like I, we talked about in previous episodes, and I feel like we always end up circling back to social. talking about social media in a way. But it's like, you know, if if something like this were to be said before social media, there would have been big consequences, whether it's somebody gets punched in the teeth or who knows what. But there would have yeah. been consequences. And now with social media, rarely is there consequences. And... You know, WWE does the, the Don't Be a Bully campaign or whatever it's called. I feel like they should go after this person yeah. and make an example out of them because, you know, the person might not even know, uh, but Charlotte or Ashley's a very, uh, she's a very sensitive person. And I knew her when she first arrived in Tampa. And I guarantee you that tweet ate her up yeah she's extremely she's a she's a human being she's a sweet human being as is, is she, both, she's, uh, she's yeah she's very nice but she's also she's very sensitive you know i remember she was having you know at that time marriage problems with her then husband and and uh people at fcw were not treating her very well because they were uh, basically anticipating that because she was rick's daughter that she was going to come in and probably pass all yeah. of them and she was dealing with a lot of bullshit from a lot of people and she wanted to quit she didn't want any part of it and you know her husband uh from north carolina didn't want to move to tampa so you know i was over at her place a couple of times and we were supposed to be talking about her first set of gear but instead she was we were just talking and she was crying because she was you know, so much shit in her life was was screwed up, but you yeah. could see that she was just a she's a good human being, and she's a sensitive human being. And you know, t I mean, to say something like that in general, even if you say it to a cold motherfucker, there's no place for it. No, not at all. And just because you have access to them, thanks to fucking you know Twitter, that's one of the things that I used to despise about Twitter is. It gave people access to people they never would have had access yeah, to. That's a big. It is a big problem. It's a big problem because people don't know how to behave. People don't have respect. People don't have manners, and they think like, "Well, I can say and do whatever I want without consequences." Yeah. But you know, the celebrities. It doesn't matter who it is. They're human beings, and what kind of a piece of shit are you? to go around and say things like that. Like what kind of go look in the fucking mirror. What, what is wrong with your life? Yeah, that you're, you know, you're commenting on other people's lives. That's the problem. That's what, that's where the, the stuff is just, it, it's negative by default because it allows that. And it's, 
like you said, in real life, that that is not a thing, and um, it's one of the one of the extreme negatives of social media. And again, it's one of the things me and you talk about. This to me, the free life, living a ultimate free great life, is not having social media on your phone at all. I think that is it's. I think that is that is my ultimate goal um, with everything. And I've already eliminated Facebook, and uh, Twitter is used sparingly. And whatnot, but it, and again, Instagram and with the business and everything, and, and it's eventually that will all be delegated to somebody else and uh, wash my hands of it. I just don't. There's no need. I'd rather just have a family, be happy, and never have to focus on that ever again. I just, and I think it's, I just, it sucks. It's such a shit situation. I just saw it and I couldn't even. Uh, I don't know. Just, I just thought it was a just. Words can't even describe it. I just felt extremely bad for her that she had to experience that. Hey, j- yeah. speaking of Twitter haters, Joe, did you have uh, any no. interaction oh. with yours? So, he, yeah, he obviously heard that. And, <laughs> oh, um, yeah. He, uh, he, um, he, made a, he, he made a few comments, and then he ended up, he ended up saying that you, you enjoy being a caveman, don't you? And he's like, yeah, why not? And then that's when he blocked me. So wait, you're I am, out of uh, all of us, you're the fucking caveman. Yeah. Fuck yes. <laughs> About time, damn time, somebody. You fucking <laughs> goddamn Neanderthal, you. Yes, I know. I am a horrible, horrible caveman. God damn. How, how, how does he come up with caveman? Yeah, no, I, this I, is the best. I thought he was talking about me. Fucking no, the, not the first. He time said heard you is like you enjoy being a caveman, don't you? And say like, yeah, why not? And then he's like uh, unbelievable, and he he blocked me. So good job, Asian Joe. You got yeah. Just make sure you block him so he can't unblock you to message you again. No, I I welcome <laughs> it. If he if if uh, I, that's why I leave my DMs open. So if any <laughs> any fans or any haters would love to. DM me Slide for free. In. Any complaints with conversation with the big guy, please contact Asian Joe. Yeah. At Webmaster Joe. Well, I mean, look, it's a lot better. Joe. Look, it's a lot better being criticized than getting dick pics because I also get dick pics for some reason. That's so weird. <laughs> Wait, what? I yeah. get dick pics. The last dick pic I got was a couple days ago, and he sent me his dick pic, and he says, please comment on it. Hold on, hold on. Wait, who's, who's, does, do people who's think? He? Who's he? People think I'm a because like I um, on my Twitter I have a picture of um, a friend who actually passed away a few years ago, and they think that I'm her, even though oh. my face is on there too. So I get a message because also I'm, I'm also friends with a lot of you know females. Yeah, that that's what I was gonna liked. say. But they don't look at my freaking bio or see that I'm actually a guy. And so I get dick pics being sent to me. And then the last one says, please comment on it. And I says, dude, down. yeah. But so I, I basically replied, dude, you got to go see the doctor. There's something wrong with it. And, and he said, he's like, what should I tell a doctor? Dude, just go to your doctor, show him your dick and he'll know what's wrong with your dick. <laughs> And so, and then, and it's like, really? Like, is it really that bad? Yeah, dude. Like, dude, like no girl will want to touch that. So go to the doctor. He's going to prescribe you a cream and it'll take care of it. But right now it looks really bad. And so it's like, okay, thanks for, thanks for, uh, thanks for the help. 
Speaking of social media manners, okay, and this is something that I don't understand. I mean, look, when it's time to get sleazy, I'll be fucking sleazy, okay? Because that makes everything better. But um, I can't honestly say that I've ever thought about sending a chick a picture of my dick. Especially randomly, or like apparently this is right a big the thing ba- because, because girls are always I posting see, things on this. Posting about yeah, yeah, it's like oh, all these ra- random pics, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me! Like guys really think they can just send a picture of their fucking dick and, with like, hi? Yeah, <laughs> like, hey, that's the, no, hello. no, hi. I didn't get a, I didn't get a hi or anything. Like here's my dick. What do you comment on it? And it's like uh, okay, where's so. the rest of it? Jeez. <laughs> but that's the thing, though. If you that that's the weird thing about social media is like if you do that out in public oh yeah you go to fucking jail that's actually is a very good point asian joe so it's like like these are things like you know like that guy who who, you know he if you know the guy who made a comment about the wrong you know the wrong flair like i want to see you do that in public say that and in front of her and see what happens. That's you know, again, yeah. This is all and the so stuff been it's like about. people don't think about if I say this or if I do this in public. I mean, like, or you know, is this right to to say or do when you know? It's like that's actually they don't a, think uh, about it. That's actually you know, a good I question ever, to ask ever. yourself. Would I do this in a room full of other people? Exactly. I have a, yeah. I have a request, Joe. Please do this, Kate. Okay? What's that? Um, are you guys familiar with the uh, the poop chart? If you like Google, like it, it'll it'll show you like six or seven or eight different variations. Oh, of poop. oh yeah, like, and it, uh, it, it, like you compare yours to see what's healthy okay. and what's yes. like. I remember, right? Yeah, I know that. Okay, g- g- save a copy of the poop chart, <laughs> and then Google. I mean, unless you want to do it yourself, you know. Get the nastiest picture of a bowl of shit that you can, right? <laughs> so they send you a dick pic. It's like, hey, what do you think? And then you instantly fire back the poop chart and the bowl of shit and say, hey, where do I rank? Where do, where do you <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Where, or yeah. you, without the poop chart and just make them think you're the hot chick sending them the, that picture. <laughs> you, uh, this, is, say, this is what I was still doing. Want a, you you still want a piece of this ass? Yeah, look, look what this ass just did. It's like, oh, do you want to eat my ass after I took a huge dump like this? I like that angle approach better. That approach better. But the poop chart's not bad at all. That's... Yeah. Where would you say I rank on this? That's so crazy. But it makes sense. All these girls that you always see on Instagram complaining about it. It's... Uh... And I'm always like, are they are they doing it for attention to act like they no. get this many dick pics? Or are they legit? Like, how? who the fuck? Thing. I just, where are these people? Like, like, if a chick says, hey, send me a picture of your dick, even then I would still be like, eh, because, I mean, yeah. th- they could save it and use it against you one day, right? Yep. Right. But all of the randomness, it's like, guys, do you get random inboxes from girls? With pictures of their tits, or are they bending uh, over, pulling their ass cheeks apart? No. Do. You, I, wait. Do you yes. remember? Do you remember the I most have, famous? But no, do you remember the most famous congressman actually posted pictures of his outline of his dick? No. Was that uh, what's his name? Uh, his Anthony Weiner. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. 
remember yeah. about Wiener. And so just imagine, though, he was talking to these girls and trying to flirt with them. is like, oh, here's my dick. And then all of a sudden, that girl puts it out in public, and he loses his job. Loses so it's head. like, you know, it's like they don't it, – that, that's what I mentioned before. People do things without thinking, and, and, and that's what needs to be taught. It's like think before you act. It's like if I do this – is it going to harm me or is it going to harm other people? Yeah. And that's I, I, and and that's the thing, though. It's like that's a lesson that we all need to learn. It's like I got to think about this because what are the consequences? What what's going to happen? And act accordingly. I think it's well, just people. Best to people. Here's the thing. Phones. Well, here's the thing. People don't think, and this is a side effect of social media, because. And, you know, again, this episode is not going on about us shitting on social media, but there's actual science behind this, okay? The rate in which things take place on social media, the likes, the instant feedback, these all produce dopamine hits in our brain. Various other things give you dopamine hits, too, like cocaine, sugar, uh, other drugs, and it's a it's a sense of satisfaction, instant, and it's addicting. And people do things now for reactions, not thinking about what they're doing because they're so focused on that instant gratification, right? They send a chick a picture of their dick. They just want that that emoji back of the 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 face with the eyes popping out or blowing a kiss or whatever right oh my omg or like they're just, they don't even think like oh wait a minute what if she's and and again i've seen screenshots too where it's like guy sends a picture of the dick and the chick talks shit back to him and then he's like yeah fuck you you dumb slut <laughs> like yep okay buddy you're a winner but people don't think because in the world of social media it's so instant they don't stop to think like you had to do in the real world and i mean people the real world still exists because these people even though they're in the little social media world they're still in the real world and you see other times too people are complaining about people that will flirt with them and say this and do this on social media and then they see each other at the gym and the person will never even look at them yeah like that's how fucked up is that that's uh I told you that there was a girl that talked on social media from the gym, and uh, I saw her in person and walked over to say hello, and she put her head down and got really nervous and like couldn't even uh, have a discussion. And then she messaged me later, uh, saying she was sorry, like she, like she's just used to talking to people on social media. It was crazy. Like, yeah. It was, and since it's been <laughs> fine. But it was like that was her. Like it, just, it blew me away. I think I mentioned that on here before. But it was. Uh, yeah, he did. Yeah, it's uh, living strange times. That's why I just think just it take is. it all off our phones. Yeah. Um, Facebook. But uh, I remember, remember last week I told you about the um, the Netflix special. Follow this. I actually have watched all of them. We were, I was going to save that for next week if we do, because JD was going to watch them as well or watch a few of them. Okay, and, and that way we can have a nice thorough discussion on the Netflix shows. Follow this, but what were you going to say? Sorry, Joe. No, I, I remember like when JD mentioned about instant gratifications, and you know, you mentioned about drugs and stuff like that. One of the episodes talk about the um, 
the safe houses for drug users. I think you you saw that that episode, right, Ryan? Yeah, the life that was the life support one, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, yep. and so it seems like we need something like that for social media, where we should have, you know, someone to monitor your social media habits and making sure, like, have like literally like have a guardian angel, like, dude, you shouldn't say that, or you know, like a kind of like a an angel in a devil section is like, dude, don't do that, or do it, don't do it, you know. This sounds so, like the perfect show to air on MTV after Catfish, uh, Social Addicts. <laughs> right, You take exactly. a group of social media addicts that have just yeah. completely used it to fuck up their lives. And uh, they got to live in a house together and uh, with no social media for 30 days. To uh, over- yeah. Holy shit, did we just come up with a new TV show here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that we're not going to get any money for? No, probably not. <laughs> have you been, still, either either of you episode. been catfished? Oh, all the time. It's the story of my life. Yeah. yeah. Joe, oh, yeah, you've been we, catfished? We, me? Yeah. I get it all the time. Yeah, he just said that. I'm sure Joe's catfishing people with that picture up. He's getting endless supply. <laughs> yeah, even though I, there's a picture of me in it too. So, no. I, I got to go look at get, this. I got to see the I size. I get catfished by a lot of porn girls who actually I know personally. I've heard And yes. so... They always ask me, "Oh, if you you know if you're are oh, you my biggest fan? Um, if you are, um, either you want to book you want to book me to have sex with you, or send me send me an, uh, an Amazon gift card or a Western Union money uh, uh, <coughs> moneygram to Ooh. my personal assistant." And I'm like, "Dude, these are girls that I actually have phone numbers to, and I old text them like, by the way, there's a fake." There's someone uh, pretending to be you trying to scam fans. And a lot of times I actually waste, I usually spent like quite a bit of time wasting their time be- so that way they can, you know, get you know, just, I, I just try to, yeah, I, I just try to get as much information they can. Like, they would, he's like, how do I know it's really you? Can you send me a picture or can you send me a video to prove that's you? Um, I actually spent today, um, I got a message saying that. Um, you know, it's like, hey, send me an Amazon gift card. So I show him a picture of an Amazon gift card, but would not the scratch. And I said, hey, send me a video and say the numbers two, three, four. And then if 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 you can produce a, a video, then I'll send you the gift card. And obviously, they said, well, send me the gift card first, and I'll send you the video. It's like, nope, that's not going to work. Okay. That way. So Jeez. and then so basically, after after they um, they realize they're wasting their time. Um, I go ahead and report them on Twitter and I inform, you know, the person that I talk to, you know, is like, by the way, these people are fake. Go ahead and post it on social media that that's not you. So See, I, was I, thinking, I was thinking catfish along the lines of like you're talking to a girl and, uh, you know, you're trying to book a match, trying to get into the territory and uh, <laughs> she's not who she says she was. I mean, that, that only happened to me one time and... Uh, Apparently, it happens all the time to people, and I don't know how people are uh, getting into this situation, but um, years ago, when I was still living in Canada, I I, uh, I don't even know what online thing it was, because there wasn't even social media. This is like back in like 2004, maybe. Uh, I met this cougar, and for those who aren't familiar with the term cougar, it's an older woman. Uh, Without she, kids, right? Is that... No, no, they can have kids. I don't give a shit. 
Oh, okay. Um, it's a milf. Then it'll, be, then it'll be a milf. Cougars, cougars are kidless. Well, cougars could have cooglets, though. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> but I get into the fine details of all the this. They don't matter. So, anyways, she all was right. this lady, or this woman was um, one of the biggest banks in in Canada. Is the Bank of Montreal? It's a huge bank, and she said that she was like the vice president or something like that. And uh, anyways, we were talking and she sent me pictures and she auditioned for Playboy at one point and, you know, she sent me a couple pictures and stuff and I was like, man, you know. And she was married to a uh, real famous or had been married to a real famous entrepreneur in the city um, and they had split up and, you know, eventually we are talking I said, why you know, why'd you split up? And she said, because... He had a, a boyfriend the whole time. Found out he was gay, and she, she's like, you know, I, I, it crushed me. And uh, but anyways, so I kept saying, well, let's let's go have a coffee or let's go have a drink or something. And she's like, eh, eh, eh. you know, she kept like him and Han. Well, one day I was uh, downtown running errands, and I come out of this building and across the street from me is this massive skyscraper, and I know that that's like the headquarters or one of the main offices for Bank of Montreal. So. I walk in there, and of course, security's like, you can't be in here. And I just said, well, I'm looking for so-and-so. And they said, well, we'll page her and see if you're allowed to go up. And uh, she told security she'd come down. So she comes down, and I have my back to the elevator. And, dude, you know, it's almost like in Jurassic Park, if I had a glass of water on the table, and the fucking T-Rex <laughs> is coming, and the water's like... I could hear the thunk, oh, no. thunk, and oh, she sits no. down in front of me, and she had to have been like three or four times the size of the pictures she had sent me. I could tell by her face, though, that was her at some One point, point and, yeah. really? and, she, okay. and, she, and she looked at me, and she goes, I guess we need to talk, and I was like, okay, and like I pretended like not to be mad or upset, and we yeah. went out, went out kind of out back in this little courtyard there, and she said that... Uh, when she, you know she found out that her husband had a boyfriend, she basically started smoking, started drinking, and started eating, and did that for about two years. Put on like a hundred oh, pounds, man. and uh, but she was planning on getting back to her old self, and she didn't was too embarrassed to show what she really looked like. Damn. So I, I mean, I kind of felt bad for her yeah, and whatnot, no, but absolutely. that that was the only uh, catfish experience of. of well, that's uh i would like to say something kind of like it's because it's ha that's happened when i was younger actually but it's it knowing that her situation and story it's like it's really hard to say something funny on that or anything i don't know that's uh um... and, and about a year and a half later like we never we, we never spoke again um no i i figured <laughs> She's, i'm surprised ad didn't say i could work with this no, 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 no. I'm in a different weight division. JD had a cigarette with her and took her out to eat. And about a year, I, about a year and a half later, I got a random email from her, and she had said, "I still remember everything we said or everything we talked about when we had our conversation. I want you to know that I uh, have scheduled." liposuction and I have done this and I've done that and I'm not waiting any longer to get back to my old self and I just want to say that it was your talk that day that made me stop feeling sorry for myself. Wow. And I was like, whoa, okay. Oh, man. 
No, that's you could always have a positive effect on. It's good you. I think that was kind of you to sit and talk to her. That's um, a lot. Not a lot of people would have done that. Well, because if it was social media, it would have been like, "Oh, you fat fucking pig!" Mm. Yeah, like yeah, no, yeah. In, in person, we had to have you, fucking yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. You, that's true. She, she would have had some weight behind that slap had she slapped me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> no, when I was, I told this story on the podcast before. Before we wrap up this week's show, and uh, no tips of the week this week. I'm gonna actually save those for next week. But I do have a uh, fan letter uh, of the week. I'd like to. Ooh, okay. Read just a little nice. The good fans that exist out there, I, I do believe we. We have to. Um, they they deserve all the credit in the world. The the tip of the week can be don't send goddamn dick pics, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. But uh, when I was young and I told the uh, my catfish story before on this, it was the school teacher that I'd went. I was really young and drove over to her school, and she was she she was uh, in between the the three and four hundred pound mark and was uh, significantly heavier than anything she had ever sent me, and I don't think. The photos were ever her at any point. And I just remember turning the corner into that classroom and seeing her standing there and making eye contact and freezing and just freezing and staring and realizing, just realizing I, I didn't have the room number wrong and um, thinking, my brain scrambling, trying to figure out a way to just get out of the situation as quickly as possible because I was deep inside of this school. And I just said, oh, I forgot something in my car. I'll be right back. And I, I walked really, really fast, and then I started running, and I ran into my car, and I got into my car, and I sped away, and I never even looked back, never. And she messaged me, where'd you go? I didn't reply. I was gone. And that was my story. I didn't oh. feel like being lunch, so I, I left. Couldn't, I couldn't. There was nothing to be said. There was nothing to do. I was extremely young. I ran. I have lots I, of questions. I but ran I'll like Forrest fucking Gump, and I got in that fucking car. <laughs> And my little Daewoo Lanos, and I hit the fucking pedal to the fucking metal, and I was out of there. <laughs> Sayonara. That was, oh, don't God. lie to me. But uh, with that, I think it's now time to read Fan Mail of the Week. If we could put a nice, j- jazzy little Fan Mail of the Week. Yay! Yay! Yeah. Um, all right, from Jason. And uh, I won't say the last name just for privacy reasons. Just... You know, I'm very appreciative of my fan mail. As I said, on the, I do it on the plugs at the end of the show. Uh, I give my P.O. box for all fans that uh, want to send a card or a picture in, and I will sign. I just ask you to keep it to one or two, please. But from Jason, Dear Mr. Ryback, I hope that this letter finds you well. Please know I'm a really big fan, and I am writing to request your autograph on this photo, as I appreciate your work and craft very much. My promise to you is that this autograph is for me, and never would be put online or sold. This would really mean a great deal to me. I am sure that you are busy, so I do not want to take up much of your time. Thank you very much in advance, and I hope that 2018 has been a wonderful year for you and your family. Have a great day and continued success moving forward. Sincerely, Jason. So, thank you, Jason, very much. And uh, I will be getting that out with other fan mail next week. And if I see that on eBay, you son of a bitch, I'm going to find you, Jason. But hopefully that's not the issue. <laughs> and with that, what, uh, J- Joe, anything you want to go ahead and plug this week to wrap up? Uh, actually, I do actually want to make a correction from last episode. Oh, were you wrong? Which, on is, which is kind of, well, which is kind of funny because the guy's name is Jason. I was saying Jason to the guy I was hanging out with, uh, on the, on Freeman Street. You didn't even know the guy's is, name. 
No, his name is Justin. Justin. I yes. made a mistake. So uh, his Instagram is I am J- Justin Silver. He has a podcast. That was all correct. Um, so I just want to make a correction there. Uh, my plugs is uh, AsianJoe.com. I'm Webmaster Joe on Twitter and Instagram, and that's my story. Good deal, JD. This was the guy, Joe, that you were you went on a, sort of like a date with. Yes. <laughs> yeah, this is what I'm saying. He doesn't even know his name. Out on a date the whole night with this guy. Hey, hey, God knows what else. You, exchanging wait, 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 dick did, pics and you don't even did know you his say name. Somebody, did you say something along the line that you were see, wrestling with some girls and you don't even know their names either? So, oh, that's well, that was my choice. Saying, that's, yeah. that's better than getting it wrong. <laughs> Fuck, that's, just, that's just disrespectful. <laughs> uh, for plugs, just uh, ironattitudebelts.com. And follow me on Instagram at IronAttitudeJD. It is me who runs my social media page, unfortunately. And uh, I post pictures of my customers and my magical weight belt creations. Are you taking dick pics to your Instagram? No, actually, uh, the only only confusion that there ever has been is on my uh, Facebook business page. I uh, had a, a female competitor one year take a picture with an iron attitude belt that oh, just yeah. said iron yeah and she's in a bikini obviously she's a bikini so i would have people message me and be like wow baby you're in such great shape and blah blah blah, blah. and it's like you know fucking thanks dude <laughs> you just send back a picture of you thanks yeah. man. <laughs> thanks so uh yeah just a word uh, to the wise you go to my facebook business page which is iron <laughs> attitude the Lovely lady in the blue bikini is not me. <laughs> oh, that is not JD. Everybody. It is not me. I cut. I cut. Uh-huh. My, I cut my hair off uh, two or three years ago. So. <laughs> all right. For all fan mail, please send it to PO Box seven five two seven four zero, Las Vegas, Nevada eight nine one three six. Check out Amazon merch on Amazon for Feed Me More and Feed Me More Nutrition. The Big Guy Ryback Feed Me More Nutrition available on FeedMeMore.com, Amazon, and eBay. Wise Chiropractic in South Las Vegas for personal video shout-outs from myself, cameo.com slash the big guy Ryback. Wake up, it's feeding time, my motivational book available on Amazon in paperback, Audible, and Kindle formats for pro wrestling bookings. Book the big guy at yahoo.com or Bill Barron's at showbiz at AOL.com. Fuel Meals, my personal meal prep service, fuelmeals.com. Save 15% with discount code the big guy. And follow us on social media at CWTBG and at Ryback22 on Twitter, at Feed Me More Nutrition on Facebook, at The Big Guy Ryback22, and at Feed Me More Nutrition on Instagram, and Ryback247 on Snapchat, youtube.com slash Feed Me More channel to watch this podcast on YouTube. Thank you guys for listening. You've just listened to another episode of Conversation with The Big Guy. Bye bye. Feed Me More. No dick pics.